0: You're listening to Moms of Miracles. And now for your hosts, our moms JC and Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yes, we're live. We All right.
1: Hi. Hi, Moms of Miracles. Welcome. We have, again, we have, for the second week in a row, we're so blessed to have Pastor John S. Terrell with, and he has his banner, the European American Evangelistic Crusades Church. Welcome, Pastor John.
2: Thank you very much. Praise the Lord.
1: Oh, it's a blessing to have you on. We have our books this week, you guys, and Pastor John is going to be uh, continuing to teach us from the God of the Old Testament. Did you want to bless us in prayer, sir, before we get started? Yes.
2: Yes. My only father, I want to thank you and praise you right now for this opportunity to do another program here, Father God, with Rachel and JC, Father. And I just thank you for, and again, an anointing upon myself that i be concise, that I'll be able to present the, the knowledge and information so that people can understand, and that people will be happy to learn this, and Father God, it would strengthen their faith and their Christian walk. And this I ask in Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. It's all yours.
2: Well, praise the Lord. Um, let me just go back and recap what I did last week. The important thing that is going to be crucial as the Antichrist comes on the scene and is going to cause havoc in the church at that time is this that. The Jews, the Jewish people today, are awaiting a Messiah. But the definition of their Messiah is a man anointed by God. And they simply say similar to what we had Gideon, not not Gideon, but um, uh, Samson. And Samson had supernatural power. He could do a lot of different things. So this is what, when the Antichrist comes, he's going to be a man, he's going to be a Jewish descent, and he's going to present a peace plan for the whole world. And the Jews are going to say, this is the Messiah we have been waiting for. He's anointed by God. And because the Christian Zionists have not understood about what Israel is today or not, They're going to buy into this and say, oh, that is Jesus. But it's not Jesus. It's the Antichrist. Because Jesus is God incarnated. And that means that Jesus had a body of bone, flesh and bone, that Mary gave him. The blood was given by the Holy Spirit. And Jesus moved into this body And then on the cross, after he had suffered for three hours, he said, it is finished. He moved out of that body. The body died. Jesus went to paradise. Three days later, he came back, went into the tomb. The body was recreated by the Holy Spirit. He entered again into that body, and now he walked around in a resurrected body. That's the difference between the Jewish Messiah and God's Messiah. So we have this background now. So the next scripture I'm going to use here now is from John uh, chapter 8. This is the uh, Gospel of John, the eighth chapter. And we're going to start in verse number. 831. So let me flip it with one hand. Here we go. So let me look at this statement now. When Jesus made himself equal with God, it enraged the Jews to the point that they wanted to kill him. So you got to understand now that the Jews that lived at the time of Jesus they expected a Messiah as a man anointed by God, and when Jesus said, Hey, I am God, they simply got enraged. And let's turn to John eight and I pick it up here in verse number thirty one. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue my word, they are your my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and were never in bondage to any man. How do you say that you shall be made free? Jesus answered them, Verily verse unto you, Whosoever commits sin is the servant of sin. And the servant abides in the house forever, But the son abides ever. If the son therefore shall make you free, You should be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's seed, but you seek to kill me, because my word has no place in you. Notice now that Jesus said, I know that you are Abraham's seed, you are physical descendants, but you try to kill me, because my word has no place in you. They answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to him, if you were Abraham's children, you will do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me. A man has told you the truth, which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. You do the deeds of your father. They said unto him, We will be not born of fornication. We have one father, even God. Now, notice here now, what Jesus said. What they said, We are not born of fornication. We have one father, even God. Most Christians not understand what the Jews believed about Jesus at that time and this is what you have in the Talmud today and this is what the Jews teach in the synagogue. They simply say this, Mary was a whore. Mary got pregnant by a Roman soldier. Jesus is a bastard. This is what all Jewish people believe because this is what they are taught from childhood so that's why it is so hard to reach Jewish people because they have this evil teaching and it was even here now most of people have read the scripture here and you don't understand that they said to him we were not born of fornication we have one father even God so they said hey you're a bastard we're not, we are not bastards. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. For I proceed forth and came from God, neither came myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Even because you cannot hear my word. You are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, abode in truth, because in no truth in him, When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. So, any person who is not born again is in the kingdom of Satan. So when you have a baby born, by default, that baby is now sentenced to the lake of fire. This is called the law of death. That was given to adam before he sinned so you, it doesn't matter if you're jewish or if you're any other nationality every baby is born in sin adamic sin, nature sentenced to the lake of fire what do you have to do to go to the lake of fire go to hell the answer is nothing what do you have to do if you want to go to heaven you have to be born again. And this is why Jesus said in John chapter three, you must be born again, and Nicodemus could not understand that. All right. And then in verse number forty five. And because I tell you the truth, you believe me not. Which of you convince me of sin, and I say the truth, why do you not believe me? He that is of God hears God's words. You therefore hear them not because you are not of God. Then answered the Jews and said to him, Say we not well that you are a Samaritan and you have a devil. Now, most people do not know what was a Samaritan. When the ten northern tribes were taken away by Assyria and this took place, in 727 before Christ, 727 before Christ. The 10 northern tribes, they removed all of them from the land. They settled them in different parts in Assyria, and they brought in other people into the land of Israel. After Assyria had fallen and was destroyed 100 years or 50 years later, some of these people of the 10 northern tribes filtered back into Israel and they settled in a province called Samaria which is located between Galilee and Judah. Now they were mixed. They had married Gentiles so they were not pure so to say and this is why the Jews hated the Samaritans. and. You read in the Bible that when, for example, a Jew would go from Galilee to Judah, he would not go through Samaria, but he would go on the other side of Jordan, go through what is today's Jordan, and then come back on the other side, because that's how much they hated them. And that's another story where you had a woman at the well that Jesus, you know, she said, you know, why do you talk to me? You're a Jew. So... Anyway, that's the story of the Samaritans. Then, said, then uh, answered the Jews and said to him, Save not well that you are a Samaritan and has a devil. In other words, they said, Jesus, you're a bastard, you're mixed, and you are demon-possessed. Jesus answered, I have not a devil, but I honor my father, and you do dishonor me. And I seek not my own glory, that is one that seeks and judges. I verily verse unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. Note not the dialogue here. Then said the Jews to him, now we know that you have a devil. Abram is dead, the prophets, and you say... If a man keep my saying, he shall never taste death. So notice now that Jews again said, You are demon-possessed, Abram is dead. Verse 53, Are you great than the father Abraham, Abram, which is dead, and the prophets? Whom makes you yourself? Jesus answered, If I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my Father that honors me, of whom you say that he is your God. Yet you have not known him, but I know him, I should say. I know him not, I should be a liar like unto you, but I know him and keep his saying. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. Now I want you to picture this, this dialogue here now. That we have now Jesus. He was not reciting in a human body we have God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit. So actually, it was, it was God himself speaking. Here is God himself speaking to the descendants, the blood descendants of Abraham. He's trying to explain himself and they said, hey, you're nothing but a demon-possessed person. Then said the Jews unto him, you are not yet 50 years old and have you seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Verily, where I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Now, when Moses asked God, What's your name? God said, I am that I am. So here we have a clear identification. Where Jesus said, I am God. Then, took they up stones to castle him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. So this was a confrontation. Now, I really want you to see one verse here. I want to go back. In verse number 31, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him. Notice now, this crowd was not from the high priest, they were not from the Sadducees. They were not from the Pharisees. These were the people that followed Jesus. They liked his miracles. They had eaten his food when he created food and so on. They were disciples. But here one want on you understand it's important. They believed that the Messiah was going to be a man anointed. And they believed that Jesus was a man, but he had the power to heal, power to cast out demons, power to walk on water. He was a perfect Messiah for them until he said, hey, I am God. And that's why his own followers simply did not stay with him because they had been taught by the scribes, by the priests that the Messiah Was a man. And this is really a Kabbalistic thought. And I'm not going to get into the Kabbalah today, but the Kabbalah is a religion of the Antichrist. So let me get rolling here now as we go on. When the Apostle John wrote his account of the life of Jesus, he wanted to make sure that the people understood from the onset. That Jesus was both God and the creator. So now I want to take it back 2,000 years. We now have, have had the resurrection. We had the day of Pentecost. And now the apostles had to convince the Jewish people that Jesus is God. That was a breaking point. And this is why the high priest, the Sadducees, the Pharisees, and the other parties could not accept Jesus because they didn't believe that God would come down himself. So let's turn on to the Gospel of John, and we're now going to read from chapter 1. And what I want to share with you is this, that it is so important that we know the background all the gospel to, you can get saved by knowing nothing. You can get saved by believing that Jesus died on the cross, rose on the third day, you ask God for forgiveness, that Jesus come in, you get saved. But you don't understand a whole bunch of things, and so that's why we have a lot of ignorant Christians going around with all kind of stupid theology, not understanding that the Bible is from a perspective of Israel it is not American culture so let's go now to the Gospel of John chapter 1 so this is how John begins in the beginning was a word the word was with God and the word was God now the word here in Greek is logos and you probably heard about logos the same was in the beginning with God All things were made by him, and without him was not made anything that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of man. Now, in verse 14, John identifies who the Word is. And the Word was made flesh. Notice now. Flesh. Jesus coming down the flesh. Dwelt among us. Have you beheld his glory? The glory as of the only begotten Father, full of grace and truth. So who is the word? The word is Jesus. Now we go back to verse 1. And we simply put in, now we take out the word and put in Jesus to make it more clear. In the beginning was Jesus. And Jesus was with God. And Jesus was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Jesus was the beginning with God. All things were made by Jesus, and without Jesus was not anything made that was made. In Jesus was life, and the life was the light of man. So not only was Jesus God, but he is also the creator. And I want now to turn to first Corinthians eight, six. So we go now to First Corinthians uh, chapter eight and verse number six. And we read this. But to us there is but one God, the Father, of whom all of whom are all things and with him, and one Lord Jesus Christ, by whom all All things are we by him. So, Jesus is God. So we have God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Let me now give you a little bonus scripture which is not in my book. If you go back now to Genesis chapter 1, and we read from verse number 26. And God said, let us make man in our image. After a likeness, let them have dominion of the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over creeping things that creep on the earth. So God created man's own image, in the image of God created him, male and female, and created he them. First of all now, God said, let us make, who is God talking to? This was before the creation of angels. So, we know it was God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. The Hebrew word for God in Genesis is Elohim. E-L-O-H-I-M. Which means God's. And so, if you ask a Jew to understand Genesis, no, I don't understand Genesis. Because they say God is one. And God is one, but he's also three. Let me again explain that to you this time. I am triune. You're watching my car, my vehicle, my body. Inside my body is my soul and my spirit. I have a spirit born of God. I have a soul and I got a body. I am triune. God, the Bible says, is a spirit. Jesus has a spiritual, physical body, if I can use that term. He then had a human body that he used for some time. And then we have the Holy Spirit, who is a spirit. So we have spirit, body, and spirit. I am a body, I'm a soul, that's a spiritual being, and I got a spirit, which is in the spirit world. We are triune. So, God has a capacity to divide himself up. So when Jesus was on earth, God was in heaven, Jesus was here, and the Holy Spirit communicated between the Father and the Son. Now, in the end... The Son will come back into the Father, and we will have one being. So, let me flip my book here to the next page. I stay with the program here. (laughs) So, we have here from 1st, matter of fact, I want to go to the Bible and read this. So, we're just going to go to 1st Corinthians. Um, And this is a fantastic scripture if you understand it. So, 1 Corinthians, and this is chapter 15, and um, it's exciting when you read the Bible, there's so much truth in the Bible. So, I'm going to start Mm -hmm. in 1 Corinthians, chapter fifty. by the way, I use the King James Version. Um, A King James Version is the most accurate translation we have in English. Now, I am bilingual. I speak Swedish because this is where I was born. But I prefer the King James Version. So let me say something about Bible versions here. Just a verse a little bit. There are two ways to translate. If you go from one language to the other, you can translate word for word, or you can do a concept translation. A concept translation means you get the concept, It's not word for word, but you get the meaning of it. And this is how many of the translations are done to people in third world countries, to Indians, in South America and so on, because they don't understand logic. They don't have that. Now, in the Bible is our foundation. Without the Bible, we are lost. We are like a ship on an ocean, engine shot, no rudder, nothing with it floating around. So the devil decided that first, the devil tried to burn Bibles. If you go back in history, you'll find, you know, they burned the Bibles, you know, the Roman Catholic couldn't get enough to burning Bibles. And then Satan realized, okay, burning Bibles is not good, it's not to do the, the job. I'm going to give them a false Bible. So, in about 1850, 60, there were two British clergymen, Scott Hort uh, and Scott. And these two clergymen were actually in the occult. They, They were in the Anglican church as priests, but they were... Sider on the side they were in the occult and they were having demons So they decided to translate a new Greek manuscript Of the New Testament So they set out to do that. It's known as the Nestle text So now you have two satanic beings Taking different manuscripts of Greek and making a new manuscript that omits a lot of stuff that the devil didn't want to in there. So now this manuscript, in about 1890-1900, became the main manuscript for Bible translators. So from 1900. They started the translation of different versions, and eventually you got your NIV, you got your uh, message Bible, you got this Bible and that Bible and so on. And so if you have a Bible like that, you got a bastard Bible, and you do not know what is here and what is not there, because you have no idea what happened prior to that. So let me try to explain that to you further. If I want to make a contract, let's say with China, I'm selling a product to China. So I drew up a contract, translate to Chinese. They're going to translate word for word for word, because you got to be exact. If I want $10 million for this product, it's going to say $10 million on that contract. So we got to have a perfect translation in order for us to function. I cannot do a concept translation. I cannot have someone to do a shady deal. All legal documents have to be exact. Secretaries and the legal secretaries, they gotta take it down exact the way it is. There can be no deviation. So understand this. If you have a Bible, that is not correctly translated, it's missing thousands of verses in it and places. Of course, you're gonna be handicapped and you're gonna have a faith that's gonna be warped. And that's why nothing works. And this is why people like John Hagee and you got uh, Joel Osteen and a bunch of these other guys. I mean, they bombarded people because they had them reading then new what do you call it the uh, NIV or the New NIV whatever version it is so people have no anchoring and they don't know what the Bible says so I can tell you anything notice now I'm using a King James verse version and I go verse by verse having said that now let's now go to First Corinthians chapter fifteen and we begin in verse number twenty two. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. But every man his own order, Christ the first fruits, afterward they that are Christ at his coming. Then comes again, when he shall delivered up the kingdom to God, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and authority and power. For he must reign till he has put all enemies on his feet. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. For he has not put all things under his feet, but when he says all things put in, under him, it is manifest that he is accepted, which to put all things under him. And when all things shall be subdued to him, then shall the son also himself be subdued to him, that put all things under him, that God may be all in all. I'm going to go back now, and instead of he, I'm going to put in God, I'm going to put in Jesus. And that will read stronger. I'm not changing anything. I'm just taking out the pronoun and putting a name in. Here we go. For as in Adam or die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. But every man his own order, Christ the first words, afterward they are Christ and his coming. Then comes the end, when Jesus shall have delivered up the kingdom to God, even the Father. When Jesus shall have put down all rule and authority and power. For Jesus must reign till Jesus put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy shall be destroyed is death. For God has put all things under Jesus' feet. But when God said all things are put under Jesus, it is manifested that God is accepted. We did put all things under Jesus. And when all things shall be subdued unto Jesus, then shall the Son also himself be subject unto God that put all things under Jesus, that God may be all in all. This is the most clear teaching we have on the relationship between Jesus and the Father. I'm going to deviate a little bit here and turn to Revelation. And uh, we're going to go to chapter 19. Chapter 19. In chapter 19, we have the description. I'm going to read just a couple of verses. And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he does judge, and make war. His eyes was a flame of fire. On his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no man knew but himself. He was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. His name is called the Word of God. Who is the Word of God. That Jesus. Notice now. It is Jesus that is coming back to settle things on earth. Not God the Father. It is Jesus that would settle all things. And then in chapter 20, we have the great white throne judgment, and that is Jesus that sits there and judges at that time. Now we turn to chapter 21 in Revelation, and we read this. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, So the holy city, New Jersey, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. At this time, after the great month from judgment, the dissolving... Of this universe we moved over to the new universe the new Jerusalem and new creation this is when you and I who are saved will for the first time see God the Father in all his glory God Jesus the Holy Spirit in one now you and I cannot see him because we are still in our flesh we will be consumed we are sinful bodies, we have a sinful nature. But at this time, we will be with God the Father. So, let's move on here now. So, understanding now that Jesus is the creator. So, let me not talk to you I'm on page 9 now on my book. Jesus in the Old Testament. I'm not going to read these scriptures here. I'm going to give the scriptures, and I would like to read the scriptures yourself. And it was Jesus that created Adam and Eve and walked with them in the garden on a daily basis. You have it in Genesis 2, 7, and 25, 7 through 25, and verses chapter 2 and 8. Now, it was Jesus and two angels that visited Abraham. I'm going to read that. That's Genesis chapter 18. That's Genesis chapter 18. And I'm going to pick it up here in verse 1. And the Lord appeared to him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat in a tent door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed down himself toward the ground. Now, Abraham recognized these were not three men, humans. This was a Lord and two angels. This was Jesus. And he said, My Lord, if now I have found favor with your side, pass me not away, I pray you, from your servants. Let the water, pray pray, be fetched. Wash your feet and you rest yourself under the tree. Notice now that this was Jesus' different body. This is what I told you about earlier today in the program. He had a spiritual, physical body that he could use traveling to the planet Earth, being in heaven, do whatever he did. And so, but he still... Jesus, and I will fetch you a morsel of bread, comfort your heart, after that you'll pass on. therefore you come to your servant. And they said, so do as you've said. Now, they were waiting. If you go to a restaurant, if you are got to wait more than 15 to 20 minutes for a meal, you're going to say, what's wrong in the kitchen? We want our food fast. In this case, they had to butcher the calf they had to break the bread they probably sat there for at least two three hours waiting for Abraham and Sarah to get dinner ready and I want you to see now Jesus is very patient he didn't tell Abraham hey Abraham I don't have the time for you you know we didn't go someplace that, that's fine I appreciate the offer but you know forget it it was important for Abraham to serve a meal to God. And God said, Abraham, that's fine. I take the time. I love you, and I want to do this for you. And Abraham hastened it to the tent unto Sarah, and said, make ready, quickly, three measures of fine meal needed, and make cakes upon the hearth. And Abraham ran unto the herd, fed the calf tender and good, gave it to the young man, and he hastened to dress it. He took buttermilk and a and calf with their dress and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree and they did eat. Notice now, the angels also ate. They had angelic bodies. Jesus had a spiritual body. But they can do whatever they want. So here was Abraham standing there. They are eating that food, enjoying the food, talking to him, fellowship with him. And Abraham is failing great. And they said to him, where's Sarah, your wife? And he said, beholden the tent. Now, in those days, another thing you got to understand, the man had his own tent. Abraham never had a house. He was a nomad. Abraham had a tent. Sarah had a tent. The children had their own tent. So they got together when they had sexual intercourse. But otherwise... Sarah lived in their own place. Abraham had his own tent. And Jesus said, and I put in Jesus here now, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life, and lo, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in a tent to him which was behind him. And now Abraham and Sarah were old and blood stricken in age. It seemed to be with Sarah to the man and woman. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, shall I bless you, my Lord, being old also? And the Lord said to Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I be sure to bear a child with the old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? That's a scripture that comes back all the time. Angels say it to Is anything too hard for the Lord? At a time appointed, I will return to you, and go to time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Then Sarah denied, saying, I laughed not, for she was afraid. And Jesus said, Nay, but you did laugh. I want to read a couple of verses to show you the relationship. And the men rose up for them and looked over Sodom and Abraham with them to bring them on the way. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham the thing which I do, seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all nations on the earth shall be blessed in him. For I know him that he will command the children and his household to him that shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment that the Lord may bring unto Abraham that which he has spoken of him. So Jesus simply said now to the angels We got Abraham here. I know who he is. He's a man of God. I love him. And I want to clue him in what's going to happen. He's my friend. So Jesus took time and explained to Abraham, I'm going to go down to Son of Gomorrah. I heard nasty things. If it's true, I'm going to kill them. And you read the rest of the chapter, and Abraham simply stand before Jesus and said, Well, if there are, you know, 50 righteous, if there are 20, you know, he went down to 10. He argued with Jesus, and Jesus didn't put him down and said, Shut up. I am God. I'm going to do what I want. Jesus communicated with him and said, yes, if I find ten righteous men, I will save the city. So I want you to understand that Jesus is God. But Jesus is passionate. He knows us. He loves us. He communicates with us. He understands us. And he doesn't put us down. Satan puts us down. But Jesus does not put us down. All right. Back to the book on page number 9. So, it was Jesus that wrestled with Jacob. And you have it in Genesis 32, verses 24 to 32. It was Jesus that spoke to Moses from the burning bush. Exodus 3, 1 through 6. It was Jesus who led the children of Israel for 40 years. And I want to go to 1 Corinthians 10. uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And uh, it's a tremendous, these are tremendous verses to give us insight. So you should look them up. I don't have time. Uh, we just about used uh, 40 minutes already. So 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Uh, and I'm in Second Corinthians. That doesn't work. So get to the right chapter. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 1. Moreover, brethren, I will not you should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud, all passed through the sea, and were all baptized unto Moses the cloud of the sea, and did all eat the same spiritual meat, and did all drink the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Here we have a definite definition. Jesus was the one that was with Moses. So Jesus simply is the one that is in the entire Old Testament. And so now I want to go to Joshua 5. That's a beautiful scripture. Uh, Joshua chapter 5. Uh, people that are in my church, uh, or they are cyber members, they know the Bible because I flip back and forth all the time. <laughs> So we have Joshua chapter 5 and verse number 13. And it came to pass when Joshua was in Je- by Jericho that he lifted up his eyes and looked and behold there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand and Joshua went to him and said to him are you for us or for our adversaries? And he said nay but a captain of the host of the Lord Jesus. I said, Captain of the host of the Lord, am I not come? And Joshua fell his faith to the earth and did worship and said to him, What says the Lord unto his servant? And the captain of the Lord's host said to him, Joshua, loose your shoe from off your foot, but the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. The same commandment to Moses at the burning bush. Take off your shoes. The place is holy. And in those days, free men had shoes. Slaves had no shoes. And so what Jesus did is saying this, I am your master. You're my servant. Take off your shoes. This is holy ground. So, we'll go a few more minutes here. Jesus does not have a birthday. In Hebrews 13, eight, we read this. Jesus Christ is same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, Satan and the Roman Catholic Church have done a tremendous disservice to God and Jesus and the Holy Ghost. And when you celebrate the birth of Jesus at Christmas time, you are into idolatry and you are living a lie. Because of the now, Jesus has always existed. He does not have a birthday. His body has a birthday, but Jesus is not. In no place, there's no place in the New Testament where either Jesus or the Apostle says we are to celebrate the birthday, or actually the incarnation of Jesus. There's no place. Jesus told us this. We are to baptize people in water. We are to have communion. We are to have foot washing. These Are the three ordinances that Jesus gave. But there's no celebration of his incarnation. And besides that. Jesus' body was not born on the 25th. He was born sometime in the fall. And the way we know that is. The way the shepherds had their sheep. Because in the middle of the winter. The sheep are in barns, not out in the open. There's a lot of things. Now, I have a book that I wrote. Uh, I wrote uh, two chapters in that, but I have another, another brought in Christ with was Jewish. Uh, brought a half from Texas, by the way. And uh, he's with the Lord now, but he wrote another chapter. I have a book called The Truth About Christmas. And that's a book that everyone should have. The truth about Christmas. I also talk about Easter in it, and also about uh, uh, the pagan holidays of uh, um, Easter. And then we have Halloween, and we have, uh, of course, uh, not Halloween. And then we have uh, uh, the uh, holiday where we have. Uh, man, I just fell out of my head right now. Mm-hmm. But, but Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, and then you've got St. Patrick's Day these are old heathen things so let me repeat now I'm on page number 10 in my book here Jesus was incarnated into the physical body that Mary gave birth into Bethlehem, Bethlehem she burnt the egg which produced a body of flesh and bones and the Holy Spirit supplied the sinless blood which he impregnated her Neither Jesus nor the Apostle ever stated the Incarnation should be celebrated. To celebrate the birthday of Jesus is to perpetuate the false teaching that had its roots in Babylon a thousand years before with Nimrod, Semiramis, and Tammuz. And actually, December 25th is the birthday of Tammuz, the son of Semiramis and Nimrod, that they never could eradicate so let me stop right here uh, I don't want to make hash out of this so I'll, maybe I'll come back at another time and, and finish up the book here so I will take questions uh, uh, JC if you have people have questions or comments if you got a question
1: yeah so I think there's just a lot of uh, people's minds being blown because of uh, just the false teachings, that, just the not understanding. Um, you know, even Rachel and I, who have been on a journey for the last year, who, just to hear your scriptures about Jesus being in the Old Testament, what's interesting is what we come up against is that people, even in in ministry, preach about Jesus being love, but that they leave out his his judgment part. And what blew my mind just now is Jesus himself was heading over to Sodom and Gomorrah to destroy it. Yes. you think about the angels and you know that they were sent from God but Jesus himself the Jesus that some people are professing loves all people accepts all people well that's not I mean w- without mercy there's judgment how do you speak to people Pastor John how do you love people as a pastor but, but because you love them you have to speak to them in truth that Jesus does judge we have to repent we're unholy before him
2: I usually tell people this, that we have, uh, we have laws on this earth. For example, we could talk about traffic laws. Now, traffic laws were created in order for us to be able to navigate on the streets. They were not created uh, to give us a bad time. But red lights, green lights, and so on make the traffic to flow. Uh, we have agreed upon to drive on the same side. Uh, we're not driving whatever we want to do, we cannot drive in the middle of the road, we cannot drive on the left side, we got to do it on the right side, we've got to stop at stop sign and so on. Now, if a person breaks a traffic law, there are consequences. And um, if you cause the death of somebody, if you're drunk and you drive driving and you hit somebody and so on, or you run a stop sign, uh, there are fines, if the crime is worse, then of course you have prison time. And if you cause someone to die, you can even be sentenced to death because uh, they have manslaughter. We can also have premeditated murder. So on this earth, we have law, traffic laws. We also have business laws that govern businesses because if we didn't have business laws, we could not function. And if you break a business law, uh, embezzlement or... You break the law with in there, you go to prison, or you pay a huge fine. Uh, we have criminal laws, um, and we happen to have those, because if we didn't have criminal laws, uh, I could go out. If I see a nice car in a parking lot, I could just go over to that person and say, how many case? And she said, why? Well, I like your car. I got a gun. Just get out here I shoot you. I take the car. Now, we have criminal laws, so we have protection of property. You break one of these laws and there's a trial, you, and if you're guilty, you're going to go to prison or you're sentenced to death or whatever. So there are consequences. God has spiritual laws. We break those, and God has said there is a death sentence on um, sodomy. was a death sentence. Um, there's a number of different laws that he had, and there were different sentences. And so God simply is a God of love, but also a God of judgment because he's a law-abiding God. If you really want to understand what a bad country is, go to Somalia. Somalia, there's chaos. There's no law. You really can't do business there because you can't hold property. If you sell something, uh, they won't pay you. They don't have to pay you. They can shoot you, take your car, whatever they want to do. That's chaos. That's from the devil. So God is a law God, and he's created law. If you read here in chapter 20 um, of Revelation, uh, verse 11, And I saw a great white throne on him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and heaven fled away. There was found no place for them. And I so saw the dead, small and great, stand for God. The books were opened, and all the book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of the things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead in it. Death and hell delivered up the dead in it. And they were judged every man according to their works. Mm. So it is going to be, this is the judgment of the unbelievers, the judgment of the unbelievers, the judgment of the believers will be at the judgment seat of Christ, which we have in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, 3, and chapter 5. And so, if you're a Christian, and you're not repenting, you're doing this and that, when you die, and your soul goes to heaven, you will go to court. And I want to read that verse first. So that we have. let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 5. And uh um First Corinthians five, okay. Let me get to five. Here we go. It's gonna be second Corinthians, I'm sorry.
1: Oh you're good, okay, second Corinthians.
2: Second Corinthians chapter five. I'm going too fast. Here we go. Verse ten. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that every one may receive things done in his body, I quote as done, whether it be good or bad. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men; but we are made manifest unto God, and I trust also manifest in your conscience. Now, I don't have ju- time here to do justice to that. I'm just going to say that <laughs> at the judgment seat of Christ, if you are at the judgment seat of Christ, you are saved. But if you have unsettled things, unforgiveness, you hurt people, you didn't repent of, didn't make restoration, you're going to pay for it here, dearly. This is also when you get the rewards. So this is you, at this place here, you'll be given your position for eternity. At that judgment seat of Christ, that's a courthouse. So this is what I tell people, there are consequences. The sad thing is, I wish that if I, if I committed a sin, I would be judged immediately. But God simply sometimes waits. He can wait 10, 15 years, and then the judgment falls on earth of sickness or whatever it is. So we should have the fear of the Lord and know this that there are eventually final judgments. We also said judgments here on this earth.
1: Wow. Pastor John, that was so eloquently put, because that really helps Rachel and I, because we get that question a lot, um, especially leaving, being delivered from what we were in. So uh, another quick question. Do you have a study on the chronological order of the Bible? Some of us are asking who, who put that together, decided Genesis to Revelation. Do you have a teaching on that? Uh-oh. He's frozen. In the name of Jesus, restore the signal, Lord. Thank you, Father, that you would restore the signal. Uh-oh, rage. pray. We're having technical difficulties here. Father, we thank you. Yeah, Father, we thank you that you would restore. We lose angels right now into the heavenlies over Pastor John. We command that signal be restored in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over him, and we speak it, devil.
0: Ooh, he had an Get your answer hands too. off of
1: it. I know, get your hands off of that devil, that's not your information, we bind and rebuke that, we mm-hmm. command that it be uncleaved right now, oh, we lost him,
0: yes, we should feel. we call, let's okay. add him back,
1: yeah, let's add him back, just real quick, <laughs> one more question, Pastor John, one more question, Oh, <laughs> thank you, Lord Jesus, let's just call him back real quick, yeah. One more question. We really want to know what the order of the Bible is. We're in suspense. Oh, that's right. You guys, talk about mind-blowing information. Talk about, talk about uh, being able to witness to your friends and family who always want to know. Well, why? Why would, why would a God who loves people blow up a city? Because he's a God of judgment. Yes. He's a God of righteousness. righteousness. He's a law-abiding God. That's why. Because you don't just get to drive your car all up on the sidewalk and mow people over and kill people. You don't just get to sleep with whoever you want to and spread disease and mutate genes and be your own God. Like, he's a God
0: who has rules. Amen. And there's a consequence to sin. And just because... Yes, there is a consequence. And that's what I kept hearing. And also, don't be so... Those people who are living in sin... And I'm not saying we don't because... no. No, oh, I'm just saying those who kind of live that lifestyle, like, oh, nothing bad has happened to me. Um, he just said God can wait years.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, there goes my whole idea that I only sin like every 18 <laughs> hours. <So> my husband <laughs> thinks it's hilarious. You only sin every 18 hours? I go, well, about every 18 hours the Holy <laughs> Spirit is bringing something to me. But then the other day I asked the Lord, Lord, have I sinned today? And he said, doubt. You doubted me. So I repented. Yeah. The next day, I said, Lord, did, did I sin today? He goes, you had a pity party. So I had to repent. <laughs> so I'm going to start asking because I don't want to be judged 15 yeah. years because I sinned and I was in my flesh. Yeah. I, need to, I just, need to ask.
0: Yeah, you're just checking it with Daddy.
1: That's right.
0: Well, it says it's still unavailable. Let me try to message him.
1: Okay. Yeah. We're going to hang out here for a minute because yeah. I know he wouldn't have oh, dropped no. off himself. So, um, he's, so he's and, and he's such a good, he's, he's such a good teacher. Yes. And for the rude comments from our YouTube viewers, um, he has, has a friend and a brother who was Jewish. So I don't know if you guys, if they heard that he doesn't, he's not against and opposed to the Jews. There were some really hateful comments just because people don't understand truth and they just shut down. Yeah, like okay. pastor Dean was talking about last week. People just shut down with the truth. That's why they get offensive yeah. and defensive yeah. and upset with you because they can't. They don't know where to place it because yeah. it doesn't match their paradigm at the moment. So all we can do is pray and and ask the Lord and love. And you guys are going to be mind blown when Rachel and I start teaching on um, his pre-Adamic civilization. I think they're like the original. Really touch that. No, the original. <laughs> the original Star Wars. So Pastor John was telling us before we got on oh, wait, wait, wait,
0: live that on, Oh good, good, good but Thank you Jesus us, but Well right
1: calling. now in the name of Jesus, devil I rebuke you let us answer this right now in the name of Jesus Christ It says he's even still on here
0: says, See I think he's trying to call me while I'm calling him but let's try it Okay, one more time. let me I, I tried to tell him I was calling him but Let's try it one more time
1: I'm calling him right now hold on oh
0: you are oh let me hang
1: up here. I just hit I just hit a phone by accident okay it says he's unavailable Lord Jesus right now I bind and rebuke in the name of je- okay you go ahead he fell off Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you, Lord, and we're so grateful for this man of God who is a teacher, who loves you, and who is committed to telling the truth, Father. We thank you for his years of deliverance ministry. We thank you that he's been a facilitator of heaven on earth through through Christ Jesus and the shed blood at Calvary. Father, thank you for the revelation and the wisdom that you've poured into this man. Thank you, Father, for our covering in Pastor Monty, and we just come together as a body of Christ, and we we um, give you all praise and all honor, Father, for what you're doing. And, devil, we speak to you. We rebuke you. We bind you right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We loose angels to go to every atmosphere and fight for every Wi-Fi signal. May Jesus be glorified today. And we don't, you know, devil, you don't even get to win. You don't even get that much credit. Yeah. God is sovereign over you no matter what happens. Well, I think You it, are defeated foe.
0: For some reason, so I think maybe his battery died because it's showing him still on. So he might be trying to call from his phone. So, JC, okay. can you, if I give you this number, can yes. you call and call maybe it. put it on speaker? Sure. Let's try that. So, someone okay. just, What's some, th- I just got a text that says, please call. And I hope this is from them, I'm pretty sure. 530. 530- <laughs> <laughs> okay. 633. Okay. Nine four five
1: seven. Okay, so I'm gonna go from my phone and put it on speaker. Yeah. Correct? Yes. And you're gonna stay on here and we're broadcasting live, correct? Yes, correct. And then I'm going to merge the call into the Skype. No, Is that no, what we're no. doing?
0: Nope, no, no merge. From Skype. Yep, you're just gonna hold the phone up to your speaker so we can hear. That's it.
1: So I'm on my phone.
0: Oh. Okay. Okay, well, then let me try it. Okay, you try. Okay. I'm on my phone. Welcome
1: to live. Rachel said, hey, do you want to go live? People love live. Don't you guys love live? This is live. Can you hear the ringing? Yeah, I hear
3: it ringing. Hello
0: there, Rachel. Hi, Pastor John. I think we got cut off. I have you on speaker, though.
3: So, did Facebook cut us off?
0: No, we're still on live. And they, we kept trying to call you again on Skype, but it shows that you're unavailable.
3: I try to write also where uh, go back to you guys and it says that you're not on uh, on uh, online.
0: Okay, I'm going to, are you on your, Are you still on your Skype?
3: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still in my office here. Okay, I'm,
0: perfect. I'm going to try to call you one more time. So, I'm going to call your Skype now, Okay.
1: Yes, devil, I'll bind you in the name of Jesus.
0: Okay, will do. Okay. Okay, bye.
1: Devil's a liar.
0: Devil, you're a liar.
1: I just uncloak this right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We plead the blood of Jesus over it, and we command you lift the veil, Satan, in Jesus' name.
0: Yes. Oh, it's still showing him as unavailable. Okay, you know what we're going to do? What? We're just going to... Okay, I'm going to... In the call, I'll still technically be on, and I'm going to add you both back on. So it's okay. going to go dark for a little bit, but that's okay. Signing we're... off. Yes. Signing off, Captain. But we're technically... Call me back. Okay. So be sure to hang up yours, too. I will. Okay.
1: Oh, live.
0: Okay, everyone. We're still here. If you can hear my voice, we're still live. We just have a Skype Technical difficulty, no problem. We're going to get Pastor John back on. Who isn't I? Okay, we tried calling again, but it's still in the... Oh, that's what I thought. Okay, is your internet back up or no? No. Oh. Oh! Yeah, no, that's okay. I think if I put your... If you want to just finish up, I can just keep you on speaker. And I'll have it through the mic. Is that okay if you want to just... Finish up the question. Okay, perfect. Let me call JC. We're still on, so we are good. Let me call JC back because we thought maybe it was a combination of all connections. Hello? Hi. Hi, did we get him? So I have him on speakerphone. So his um, connection ended.
3: Hey, I, I can't hear you.
0: Okay, one second. Uh, his connection at his side ended, so we're just going to keep him on speaker and see if Can you hear him okay, J.C.? Go ahead and say something. I
3: I can hear hear you.
0: Okay. So the question was... um,
1: What is the correct chronological order of... Do you have a teaching on it?
0: Say that one more time, J.C.
1: What is the correct chronological uh, order of the Bible? Do you have a teaching on that? We want to know who decided the order of Genesis to Revelation.
3: Okay, you're you wondering if we have a teaching on the uh, KJ's version? Yes. Um, on our website, um, um, if you go to our website, uh, I, I, don't have, I can't get it up right now. Uh, we have under um, topical articles, uh, we have, a, what is it, correct? We got about two or three different articles on that to be written. Okay. Um, right. You can go to. You have an internal Google search, and um, you can put in there, you know, Bible versions, and that will. But right now, even our website is down because we're depending upon, you know, uh, no, our website might be up because that's on another server. So, um, good. Okay. good, great, thank good, you.
0: Good, good,
1: um, and then. Tell him thank you for hanging on. We had one more question. Okay. Um, so then, someone was mentioning birthdays. So Jesus' birthday isn't mentioned in there. Christmas is not mentioned in the Bible. Uh the only, the only holiday that Jesus mentions is the Festival of Lights, which is Hanukkah, correct? What was the last question? The...
3: Does,
1: did Jesus celebrate the Festival of Lights known as Hanukkah?
3: No. That that's part of the uh, sacrificial laws.
1: Oh, okay.
3: Be- because that that's uh, Hanukkah was the celebration uh, of uh, the, um, it the Maccabees be being able to wipe out the uh, the Romans and and hold them back for a while. So that, that's oh. not a, uh, a Christian, and that that's actually a. Uh, uh, celebration of the Jews had tried to establish Israel in the flesh. Oh,
1: wow. Wow. I always thought Hanukkah was what they call the winter, what it, the festival of lights or something, in, in the book of well, John? It
3: was, it, it, the Maccabreans uh, had taken over and they had uh, been able to take control of the temple around and Jerusalem. And, um, uh, so, for maybe a year or so, that they, they were held off, and then the Romans came back with a vengeance and creep up. Wow. But uh, that celebration, Hanukkah, is a celebration of the Maccabees able to take control of the temple and the
1: of Judah. Yes. And then one more question, because you mentioned birthdays. So, I noticed in the past few years, like, birthday celebrations have become a total celebration of self. People wear crowns, and there's banners, and it's days on end, and so where did that celebration of birthdays come from?
3: Well, it's probably, uh, goes, goes back, you know, um, um, I really haven't looked into the personal birthday. Um, what I do is, as a Christian, um, I feel this, you know, I am thankful that I was born and so, when I have a birthday, I thank God that He gave me another year on earth, and so on. It depends on how we celebrate. If we can celebrate the just be thankful to God and praising Him for giving us time, or we can go with and make it, you know, into more of a
1: um, idolatry. Mm, okay, that's a perfect answer, Pastor John. You are such a blessing to the body of Christ. Is there anything? Uh, that you have coming up that we can help you promote before we end in prayer? Okay, what was that to promote what? Do you have anything that we can help you promote? Do you have a conference coming up, or you, you do live church, a website?
3: Uh, the only thing that we have coming up right now is every week we have a live webcast on Sunday morning. And... Uh, and- you can see that on our website. It's a live webcast. That's uh, we start that at, at eight thirty um, Pacific Standard
1: Time on Sunday morning. That's awesome. Well, um, can we bless you in prayer, sir, before before we let you go? I appreciate that. Okay, Heavenly Father, yeah. thank you so much for our new friend, Pastor John S. Terrell. Lord, we um, are so thankful that you gave him the gift of life before you laid the foundations of the world, God, that you called him and that you named him and that you set within him. You set him apart. You gave him gifts and uh, different talents for the body of Christ, as each of us have, Lord. And you're no respecter of persons, Father. And we each come through the world, and you use the trials and the tests and the tribulations to to fashion us, Lord, your word says, for a weapon into your hand. Let us not forsake the life that you have given us, Lord. And we look at people, um, Father, not with judgment and not with comparison, but we look at people with a fervor to pray because if all were coming back to you as prodigal sons and daughters being salvation, the point that we turn around, that you put the ring and the robe on our fingers as we came from the Father, the point of salvation is the point where we turn and receive you and come back, Lord. If all, were to do that, Father, um, the world would be such a different place. And Lord, we know that your ways are not our ways. And we know that if you've put a burden on our hearts to pray for someone, that that burden is from you, and that you have a burden for that person as well, Lord. And so we lift up Pastor John, and we lift up all those who have, who have been associated with him, all those in his ministry, all those you will lead, to him, and put all these people in front of his path, Lord. May you bless the work of his hands, Father. We plead the blood of Jesus over him. Father, we ask that you cloak him from his enemies. Lord, that you keep him safe. We speak long life over him, Lord. And we just thank you, God, for what you're doing in this beautiful ministry that is after your heart, Lord. And as you're no respecter of persons, Father, if anyone's watching right now that doesn't know Jesus, wants to know who this Jesus is that we talk about, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And he is the only way to the Father. And what you do is you say, Jesus, I lay down my sins today. I ask that you forgive me of my sins. I have fallen short of the glory. Just like these people, I want to know you. Will you receive me into your kingdom as I repent for my sins and believe on you and confess with my mouth that you are Lord and I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead? And so if you, just pray, if you just prayed that prayer, you are now a brother or sister in the body of Christ. You are now, uh, you have come to the kingdom. You have eternal life in Jesus. And now you need deliverance. So I would send you to Pastor John's website. And we're going to uh, promote that. Father, I thank you so much uh, for the Wi-Fi signal. We lose angels to just get everybody there. Um, no interference, no demonic interference. We speak that against you, Satan. You don't get to uh, hinder, delay, block, or obstruct anyone from coming into the kingdom of heaven because what the Lord has ordained, you can't stop. And in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, be glorified this day, King Jesus. We love you. We do all things for you. It's not by our strength or might. It's by your spirit. We're so thankful, Lord. In, In your precious son's name, Jesus Christ, we pray these things, amen.
0: Amen. 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 Amen.
1: Blessings, Pastor.
3: Okay, thank you so much, and I'm sorry we lost the internet. Oh,
0: no problem. That's okay. We love you. Blessings. Have a great day. Okay, God bless you
3: too. God bless you.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye, Rach. See you later. Bye. Great show. Really good. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to Moms of Miracles. Be sure to visit us at com and follow us and like us on Facebook and Instagram. Email us your prayer requests at prayer at momsofmiracles.com.